everything welcome back to the two guys no cup podcast with the original cast we're back on broadway we're here it is the lyceum theater and it is dark and haunted Mm -hmm. we are here on what is it saturday may 18th wow hockey's still Still, still going huh could be a whole nother month (laughs) i left for two games and i just figured it it was over it could be like Three, four more weeks. It could literally end on June 12th. Wow. Ian, you're Ian. I'm Stephen. Mm. How are you doing tonight, this afternoon? Good. It's good. It's We're... hot outside. It's not hockey weather. No. I'm used to the beginning of spring being oh, yeah. playoff hockey weather. Like, ooh, oh, and break just out. The beginning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You break out the shorts. It's like. 50s, 60s, uh-huh. and now we're getting into like 90s weather. I'm like, it's still going <laughs> it's on, still and like, I'm so interested. Don't get me wrong, but like, my brain's still like almost trying to get out of gear. I'm like, do I keep watching? There's a very do I not keep like, watching? I desperately want us to advance, obviously. Yeah. There is a very small part of me that will be like relieved if they got eliminated. Oh, yeah, only because it's like, okay, like life resumes. Like, I haven't done anything or thought anything non-hockey related for a month and a half. <laughs> just keeps going. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're back. We're reunited. We had that mm. strange episode that was just me yelling at a microphone, along with Justin, mm. on Wednesday that was impromptu as a response to what puck soup podcast called the worst hand job <laughs> uh we people were... are calling in right now to tell you how good that podcast <laughs> was <laughs> well thank the people for me we producer tim is that what our producers we name fired is? him a long time ago <laughs> we have the power um we're back since we're together we'll talk about that game and the controversy uh... surrounding it and we can maybe talk with some sanity about that game. Mm. And then uh, we can talk about last night's game, which was an experience. <laughs> Better and worse. Both. It was very much both. So why don't we take the clock all the way back to Wednesday evening. Sharks-Blues, game three, series tied, one-to-one, first game in St. Louis. This feels like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I know. I just, just the adrenaline of rage that fueled me throughout the day. Thursday. We'll was, talk. We'll was, talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk get there between games. But the scoring started as you knew it would in a Blues home game with the opposing team scoring. <laughs> Eric Carlson gets his first goal of the playoffs. Eric Carlson, by the way, fun fact: I tweeted this out today. Scored his first goal as a San Jose Shark in the regular season against the St. Louis Blues, and then the first goal as a San Jose Shark in the postseason against the St. Louis Blues. He opened the scoring with both goals. And remember how he wasn't good to start the season? That first mm-hmm. goal as in the regular season came on November 17th. Oh. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> and then this came in the third round, so not a hot starter. Yeah, there, slow Carlson. starter. He's just warming up. Oh, he looks so bad, too. Just cut your hair. I like... That's greasy. I really liked Eric Carlson, and now I really hate Eric Carlson. Well, you might not have to see much more of him one way or another. Ooh, we'll discuss 
That's very cryptic. So that's called a that's called a teaser for you. Um, <laughs> this was a just kind of a, a gimmicky, shitty goal. The puck was behind the net, and Edmondson tried to smack it along to the uh, to Maroon or to get it out of the zone. Maroon whiffed on it, and Carlson got it and fired a shot. I think Bennington was heavily screened. Um, but whatever the case, it was in the goal, and it was one nothing Sharks. Any thoughts? Mm-mm. The Sharks continued to score goals about three minutes later when Joe Thornton scored his third of the season, assisted by Mark Edward Vlasic and uh, Kevin LeBanc. That will be his third of the postseason, of course, not the regular season. <laughs> I'm sure he had like seven in the regular season. I was season. like, Joe Thornton That doesn't strike me as someone who can still score goals. It's like he's an assist man. We talk so much about his assists that it's like, but he can't score goals. Yeah, like it's literally against the rules. Vlasic took a shot from the point that either got deflected by Thornton himself or by Bertuzzo, but the rebound is right out to Thornton. He buries it. Nothing Jordan Bennington can do about that either. Two nothing Sharks going into first intermission. How are you feeling? Not great. I was. Oh, where was I? I was out to dinner. And these, I was out to lunch. Yeah, <laughs> and there was, and there was a, there were two guys sitting next to us on a small table, at corner at did corner they have seventeen. Cups on their table? What do they have? Cups on their table? Yeah. No. Oh, then they were also the two guys. No, yeah. <laughs> terrible, You're just welcome. terrible. I'm sorry, my brain is broken. It's very hot. <laughs> it's too hot for hockey. <laughs> just end it. But they were sitting adjacent to us, and they had their phone propped up, and I was like, I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at the score. I'm just see whatever happens, happens when I turn my phone back on. But they had the game on their phone, literally. And I think I we sat down when the Blues made it 3-2 to two or something, but uh-huh. I was kind of like, oh, I really wish they didn't have this on. I like the idea that they didn't want to watch the game enough to not go out to dinner someplace where they weren't showing it mm. but they did want to watch the game enough to watch it at the place where they weren't showing and, it and all i can say is these two folks just didn't look like hockey fans. hockey fans but they were into it because i got in there and the 3-2 goal and they were like jumping up and down this full restaurant and i was like okay well i guess i gotta ask them what's going on can i ask you don't have to tell me yeah. where you went but corner 17 off of delmar oh, okay. there you go it's say, a noodle place it's very good but quarter seventeen, that doesn't seem like a like a place that would have the game. Oh no 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 no! It's no. not like they got there and were like, "What the fuck? You're not showing it here at yeah. Mike Duffy's Bar and Grill." Yeah, where? Put this game on. <laughs> okay. No, this is most certainly a restaurant for all of the Asian transplants that go to Washu or oh, Slo. Okay. When were they Asian transplants themselves? No, which was even, it was very confusing. The whole, a, the whole thing was confusing. This is a very deep discussion about these two guys in this noodle restaurant. I was staring at them all night. We'll take it offline. We'll discuss <laughs> it more later. Uh, the Blues went into the second period down two goals to nothing. I had turned over to something else. I was just not, I was in my feelings, to quote Drake, and I was not <laughs> having it. And then Alexander Steen opened the scoring in the second period, minute and 18 in. A shark shot deflected off Jordan Bennington, or didn't. It may have just gone behind, and it ringed around the rosy to Steen, who, with a pocket full of posies, 
burst out with speed, which he apparently still can access. He just hasn't been using it. He's been storing it up for this moment. Uh, And he had Barbashev on his wing. He passed up to Barbashev, who was kind of past everyone, but kind of not. Barbashev eventually passed back, and Steen sniped it on the one-timer. Martin Jones, not very good. Steen seems to have a Mm one-timer of all the players on this team. He used to use it a lot. Yep. He should still do he that. Still do that <laughs> indeed. That's my expert analysis. I can't remember his other goal these postseason. Did he have another one? Apparently, because I, I said two, so. Mm, check the tape. <laughs> I want to say it was like a weird deflection or something, but we'll find out. It's somewhere in these 60 pages of notes. Uh, Joe Thornton quickly ripped the band-aid off of the Blues fans having any fun. 18 seconds later, so I was turned over to something else. I saw Steen score, and mm. I thought, oh, I'll go back. And that's when this goal went <laughs> in. Uh, Thornton scored his fourth of the playoffs, LeVanc, his fifth assist, and Brendan Dillon, who spells his name in the worst possible way. Of all the options for the Brandon-Brendan combo, B-R-E-N-D-E-N is not one of them. Brendan. Brendan. Brendan Dillon. Dillon. (laughs) Great. Uh, He took a big shot back to the boards that weirdly caromed behind. LeBanc tipped it in front, and Joe Thornton got it on net before Jordan knew what hit him. It was 3-1. to Joe Thornton was still disgusting, and the boys were now down by two. Again, did you think the game was over? Yeah. 100%. Especially the shitty way they scored it, I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those five or six to ones, where it was like you had that moment of hope, and then... Just out of reach. Always a little out of reach. Oh, but Vladimir Tarasenko was a little out of reach from the Sharks' defense when he steamed up the ice after Shin knocked a puck onto his stick, exiting the zone, and he friggin' sniped it high glove on Jones, who's not good. I'm going to keep saying that because he's not, and I feel like you and I need to counteract the good juju of Pierre Maguire, who is full of shit every time he talks about Martin Jones. What did you think about this fat, snipe, and fiery speed from Vladimir Tarasenko? Didn't he fire it from, like, the top of the circle? Like, as he entered the zone? Oh, yeah! It seemed like a very... I don't know. It felt like a weird goal. Like, it felt like a really awesome goal Uh because of how quick it happened. But I was like, oh, no, you can't. That can't go in. I don't think that should go in. That's too far away. And no one's in front of you. Is that his second five-on-five goal of the postseason? Yeah. Okay. So, overall, not good. (laughs) But he added one. So, he's working on it. He's getting there. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about that happened at some point in this game? I want to say in the first period. Vince Dunn's face exploded. Oh, yeah. He no longer has a jaw. Yikes. I mean, yikes. That was the worst Is that like the first couple minutes? I think so, yeah. Okay. Because we played, like, all of this game with five defensemen, pretty much. The worst part was how he got off the ice and then, like, still collapsed in the tunnel. Did you see that part? No. He, like, went over to the bench and, like, started to fall over and his teammates caught him. It was bad. I do not expect him back in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is a horribly tough loss for the Blues. The dude was like their best possession. Yeah, of course he for monster. And we'll talk about that statistic a little That's more later. That's the problem. Vince Dunn's the, <laughs> the linchpin. Um, 
Tarasenko scored. The Blues kept some momentum. And then uh, 12 minutes later, David Perron shows back up again. He doesn't show up consistently in the playoffs, mm. but to his credit, he does seem to choose the clutch moments. Yeah, he does seem to show up more than he used to. He used to not show up yeah, at all. Yeah, that's true. This was a beautiful... That role has now been taken by Braden Shin. Mm. Uh, this was a beautiful cross-ice pass from Colton Pareko, and Perron shot it and beat Jones, who's not a good goalie. No, he's he's not, not. not great. Uh, and he redoubled that... Proof he redoubled doubled down on the evidence of that <laughs> when he let the next David Braun goal get by. This one after Prego controlled the puck and directed it to Maroon, who passed laterally along the blue line to Perron. Perron went to like Tarasenko's spot, but fired a slapper and beat Jones low. Apparently he's not unbeatable on the ice. He's uh, not very good. He's not he's just not Great. He sure isn't great. But by the sound of Pierre Maguire, he's a golden god. Mm. And to be fair, he made a couple of big saves in the third. And now that now that it's over and done with, we're still going to get a little fired up about the hand pass, I'm sure. But now that the past is in the past, and like Mark Maguire, we're not here to talk <laughs> about the past, we can admit that the Blues screwed the Blues. Yeah, I mean, they bluesed it. They fucking bluesed it. Yeah, they pretty much dominated. I mean, I think they only had like 45% of the course in the third period. But for a third period in the playoffs where you're down, that's actually pretty good. I was like, they had 44%. So, yeah, Mm. it's like, that's really good for what a good team like the Sharks will do is try and push really hard for just one goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good possession numbers. And then towards the end, Jones pulled. Uh, the Starks pulled Jones, Schwartz, Jaden, 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 Jaden Schwartz had the pocket center ice, and he had one shark defender in his path, but not. He could have made a move. He could have tried something. Mm-hmm. He could have chipped the puck around him and tried to get past. Instead, he fired the puck at the empty net. From center ice, it's not the worst idea, but he missed it by inches. The Blues are now, what's, it's right under 15 full minutes. I think it's like 14.53 or 56 or something. Yeah. Of time with the net empty in the postseason where they haven't scored a single empty net goal. Jesus. That's almost a period. That's almost a period of empty net time without a goal. That's I. Our six on five is useless, and our five on six is useless. <laughs> is it like just that hard? No, it it's can't not. be. It really, is not. It can't be that hard. I was sitting in a meeting, and we have a guy that plays beer league, older guy, and he was like, "You'd be surprised how hard it is to you know hit the open net from like your own zone and." And I'm other sure people, yeah, and other people were like, yeah, that's true. But and I was also like, you don't have to shoot it from yeah, your own you zone. get it out of the zone. That's what I was telling him. I was like, why? Don't, but the problem is, they can't get it out and then like get possession. Yeah, I get it. They shouldn't be firing it from their goal line to the net and be like, oh, why can't he hit it? Like, yeah, that's hard. 
but why? From center ice? Five on four, our penalty kill's been pretty good for the most part. And I realize six on five isn't the same as five on four. There are two more bodies on the ice, but like, you can't get it out at all without icing it. Mm -hmm. I guess you can on the penalty kill, but like, come on. Well, then Petrangelo, didn't I hear? We're going to get to that because he's the next blue dog on this list. I don't know. Blue dogs. <laughs> but yeah, so Schwartz missed it by inches. I don't think that was an icing, but Petrangelo iced the puck twice, and that was not good consecutive icings, um, which really gave the uh, gave the Sharks the leg up in this game, mm. and it gave them enough breathing room, literally literal breathing room. To um, recover and score the equalizing goal, which was scored by Logan Couture, of course. Who else? Um, And uh, assisted by Pavelski and Thornton, the big three, the three faces (laughs) of this team, I've always said. We've always. I got a lot of time for people who are important on the Sharks. Uh, You're going to die inside. Uh, Bozak won the faceoff, but the Blues lost the puck. The Sharks controlled it. Thornton eventually got it low along the blue line, and he dumped it onto Bennington's pads. Couture got the rebound. Puck into the basically empty net. See, they can put a puck in an empty net. See, this is probably one of their five in the third period high danger chances to our one. Probably. Um, the, after the game, Logan Couture deflecting, uh, focus away from the very blatant and obvious hand pass credited Alex Petrangelo for his ability to score the goal saying I was happy that they kept icing the puck I was a little tired I had been out there for 30 minutes and then he said the worst thing he could say which is Peter Angelo kept icing it Uh, gave me some time to catch my breath I think a couple of us were tired so we were happy that he kept icing it which on the one hand, it's like, ha, 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 you're poking, you're, you're poking mm-hmm. the bear, I get it. But on the other hand, like, aren't you kind of giving your other team, your opponent, strategy? Like, hey, stop icing the puck. I mean, they didn't they should, listen. And they should we'll know discuss. that anyway. But anyway, yeah. Petrangelo did not really take a lot of fault for the play, though, which, you know, was not great for a captain, but mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, we love him. We're not part of the not our captain crew, but he says, you're just trying to make a hard play. They've got the extra guy. You're hoping to get a bounce. It's kind of hard when there are guys on you. Sometimes when you flip it up like that, it spins back. Sometimes it goes forward. Again, a game of inches. And the inches were not in the Blues' favor today. Or that night, rather, Wednesday. Uh, We all know what happened in the third then. The Blues got a couple good chances. The Sharks got a couple good chances. I could tell when the Sharks entered the zone that that was the end of it. I just didn't know how. (laughs) Um, And the how was that Kevin LeBanc, or excuse me, Timo Meyer, blatantly clear as day, crystal clear, indisputably hand pass the puck to um, Gustav Nyquist, who then tipped it to Eric Carlson, and you could almost see in his movement and in Carlson's reaction to the goal that they were like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. You know, like they knew that it was a hand pass. They Um, knew. I mean, they they definitely did know, but like they were kind of playing it like, oh, this is going to happen. Many people knew. Many, many people. Carlson knocked it in. The only people who didn't know were the officials. 
The uh, Bennington immediately called the officials and on his cellular phone, mm-hmm. his Nokia that he keeps in the goalpost. Uh, that imme- would survive a slap that's shot. That's true, actually. He immediately hailed them and said that it was a hand pass, and the Blues backed him up, and the Sharks immediately ran off the tunnel, which was smart gamesmanship from them. And the rest conferenced with Toronto and apparently were told that it is non-reviewable and skated off the ice like cowards uh, with no signal and apparently no real explanation of the play at hand. I have never been Mm -hmm. angrier than I was that night. Yeah, I think even not watching it and watching the goals lead up to it and big chunks of those periods on replays and then seeing the hand pass and just seeing the refs skate off and just seeing like Petrangelo and Bennington like at the corner of the ice trying to talk to these guys it was I was so angry like I was at work like seething the next day people wanted to talk about it just a little bit here and there and then get to work again and I was like we can't you can't just bring that up and not have me like Go just red inside. I've, it's unbelievable to me, and I get that it's the letter of the law. I was so oh, I was so much angry. Like I was Steve dangling it in my car to work, like very loud, yelling at no one but myself. <laughs> but like when you were listening to the podcast yeah. that you'd never heard before, because you weren't on it. Mm-hmm. It was just me. It was very good. I, I liked angry. it. Well, I'm glad it was. people did. But I'm not looking for that, because that was my moment of just yeah. screaming into the void. How? That's the letter of the law, and they followed it. You can't review that Except play. apparently isn't entirely according to what Colin Campbell said. Yeah. But why wouldn't you review that? Why, why isn't that reviewable? Why? How do the how do they make rules? How are rules made? Why? I'd like to think so. they thought at some point we could review something like this, and then someone had a answer that was like, "For this reason, we cannot," and that is why this rule stands. We can't review this particular play, but it happened in a matter of like three, four seconds. Like very, if I'm being very lenient on them. And then a goal was scored, the hand pass. But you can review, and everyone has said this already, but you can review a offsides call that was two or three minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Like, should they not just be able to review any scoring play in overtime? Especially yes. in a playoff game, but even in a regular season game, because points matter. Why wouldn't that just be reviewable? I'm not saying every single goal, a clean slap shot in, and they go, we got to review it to see if it was offsides. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying... When there's enough fucking evidence, if a whole team, and I get a team is going to be on their own side all the time, the whole fucking team is going to you and like, dude, that's a hand pass. Go look at the iPad. Go skate to the fucking iPad. It's unbelievable to me that they'd be like, no, 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 we can't do that. Just go do it. It's right there. (laughs) Are you fucking stupid? Like, I don't fucking get it. I'm glad I could get to this place because I didn't think I could, but, like, what the fuck? I, I... It's like you're being obtuse. You're being fucking obtuse. Yes. You're being like, no, no, no. 
I'm going to be difficult now with you. Here's, we can't do that. Here's the thing. I don't know how much, many of the angles you saw. The referees knew that was not a good goal as they were skating off the ice. Didn't one of them motion 100% it? 100% knew it. One of them motioned it, which we'll uh, never get this explanation. But if that fucking dude knew hmm. without the replay, this is all bullshit. Because he should just be able to say, guys, it was a hand pass. Mm. That's not a review. I'm telling you it was a yeah. hand pass here on the ice. Call it, drop the puck, and get started. If, if he says that, if he says it's a hand pass, and they go, well, that's one guy. The, us three didn't see it. And they go, and we can't review it, so it's us. That's insanity that's, to me. Why do you have four guys on the ice then? At all. The option should be if one goes, I saw a thing, and the one goes, I did not. They go, let's go look at the fucking iPad and see what it was. Absolutely. Like, at the bare minimum. Yeah. If there's disagreement yeah. amongst the officials. So, here's the, I've heard so many different takes on it. To, to the hockey world's credit, they have talked this thing into oblivion. Mm. To their discredit... Not nearly as passionately as they would have if it was a team they cared about that mm. was the victim. If this was the Maple Leafs, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this would be this would this would be the postseason. Like yeah. this is all that would be talked about. Tim and Sid, the Canadian Sportsnet, basically Skip and Shannon of Canada. Yeah. Um, or Skip and Stephen A. Whatever. Uh, they had a long debate about it, and Tim was basically like, you just need to implement replay for everything now. Like, this second in these playoffs, you cannot have this again. And Sib was like, but that would be so unfair to the Golden Knights and whoever else have been screwed by it. And it was a very interesting mm-hmm. debate. But I've heard a lot of other people, and one of them in particular is like Down Goes Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean McIndoe on Puck Soup. Who and on the athletic, who very much, and Pierre Lebrun was the same way, very much like you don't want to implement too much replay because that'll have unintended consequences. And the the example they always go to is fucking the 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 offsides thing, mm. which I get. Like that was instituted because similarly glaringly god awfully missed call on mm. Matt Duchesne. Dude was 10 feet past the line. He reached behind him to get the puck. <laughs> he skated half-heartedly to the net because he knew he was offsides by a mile. <laughs> and then he shot it on because, like, he has to. And he almost looked, I think it may have been Bobrovsky he scored it off, but whoever he scored on, it almost looked like he was sad. Like, he was like, dude, I mean, I got to shoot the Yeah, sorry. <laughs> And, and now they're doing the shit where it's like Landis Cog's skate is maybe still on the ice going for a change, no goal. And I get why that's wrong, but it shouldn't fucking be that hard. If they, the thing about offside, or the thing about any, any review in any sport that they fucking ignore too fucking much is the indisputable clause. I know. If you have to think about it for more than 30 seconds, call on the ice stance. Yeah, then That's it's... That's so it, easy. It's no delay. It's no fighting. Mm, the review is for if you, if you the, did this, if this happened, if you all fucking missed something, a very obvious thing that somehow you all missed and needed to look again... I don't hate the refs for like missing it. I get it, man. It's fat. I mean, I, you I should, hate pro- them a little you should <laughs> probably you should probably have fucking seen it. But also, but I mean, like, they are supposed it. to be the best of the best 
things happen. Yeah. Pe- bodies get in your way. I get it. But then fix it. Yeah, then go look at it. The review is designed to cover the ref's ass more than anything. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, why can't... Toronto is watching all of these games all the time. Why can't the official just say, dude, hand pass. Mm-hmm. Drop the puck again. That doesn't add time. Nobody's angry about it because it was clear as day. Like, if they overturned that goal, no Sharks fan could have been like, what the fuck? You know? I mean, they would have been good. Yeah. We'll talk well, about Sharks some, fans in yeah. a minute. But, like, I just don't... <laughs> I don't understand why the technology exists and they refuse to use it. Mm. I do, they're going to have this big partnership with MGM for gambling. And they're I was going, like, how? They're, whoops. They're going to sorry for that weird bang you just heard on the podcast. Everything's weird. <laughs> they're going to have um, so many advanced stats that they're going to give to MGM. Yeah. And they're just not going to make those publicly available. Which no, is, they're going to be secret stats. Because, like, why would they? Why would, why would a fan be interested in how fast, you know... Kevin LeBanc skates or whoever the shit. Because the NHL is some weird, creepy, like, basement, like, only we get to know about hockey sort of thing. It's They're always just, like, it's we're, our, we're the NHL, and we're our own little thing, and you guys just exist as fans outside, but we're, we're the ruling party. Sometimes their weird distance between themselves and, like, fans, kind of like the explanation. So, How can a ref not go out there and be like, no real apology. Say something. Say and something. How how do the refs not have to face the media at all? I died laughing at you talking about the <laughs> the one reporter that has to go to them like the ancient Roman. <laughs> but it's like kind of yeah, true. Like we'll send one. Like Jeremy poor Rutherford reporter. has to walk over there under a white flag of surrender and politely ask this guy who's being a total dick to him. How they got the call wrong. And it's... I hate that, too, because they can't say, yeah, we, like... (sighs) He was trying to say it without saying it, and I'm like, dude, just say it then. How can you not just nut up and say, like, we, like... We blew it. We looked at it, which I I don't know how you... I actually don't know how you say these sorts of things, but you go, we looked at it, or we saw it again, and yeah, it was a hand pass, and we are not allowed to review it. Don't even put your emotions in it and say, we'd love to review, you know, just like we couldn't review it. You know, that's, you know, that's the way it was. And you go, okay, at least they fessed up to it sort of thing. And we'd be having the same conversation because people still want things to be reviewed. They still want the rule to be changed. I don't like... I think if they do this, then the refs feel like they're putting the ball in the NHL's court. Now the NHL has to do something about it. But as long as the refs don't say anything like, we saw this, we screwed up. Then it's always like, oh, the refs fuck. You know what I mean? Then the ball remains with the refs, and you go, man, refs stink. Refs really got to figure this out. But the minute the refs say we screwed up, they go, okay, you know, blame still on you, but we get it. And then it moves on to the NHL, and fans or you know higher ups go, okay, NHL, what are you going to do about this? And the NHL does not want to do anything about this. They do not. They they've already put it to bed. I mean. Oh, yeah. This is going to be walked right over. This will not. So many people are saying this is what's going to be talked about this summer. I guarantee you it will not be talked about this summer. I promise you it will not. They will never bring this up. No, I doubt it. I mean, unless the only chance is that like the GMs who got really screwed are so friggin' pissed at the GM Mm. meeting that they make changes. Maybe Armstrong and McPhee was apparently real. Yeah, good for him at least. Um, 
the thing is, I kept coming back last time. We even named the show $18,000 <laughs> because that's how much they get paid per round. That's crazy. And listen, I'm not, like, $18,000 is a lot of money. It's not player money. It's yeah. not change your life forever money. But to me, it is enough money that you should get to face the scrutiny of the media when you blatantly fail at your job. Mm -hmm. I just want to know, how'd you miss it? What were you watching? I know that's what's... watching where the puck was. That's insanity. This isn't like a trip 10 feet behind the play. Mm. This is the puck in front of the net. Mm -hmm. How do four people miss that? And I just want to know. It's not... I'm not going to... Like you said, I'm not going to try and crucify these guys. I get the mistakes can happen. Mm-hmm. I just want to know. Were you daydreaming about what you the toasted ravioli you were going <laughs> to have after lunch? After after the game? Great. You've, you've endeared yourself to all of St. Louis. <laughs> and you're off the hook. Were you blocked? Were you not paying attention? Were you picking your nose? Just tell us. I just think that's not an unreasonable standard. Oh, my God. And they're, like you said, they're just not... Like, maybe they fix it, but they'll fuck it up in some new way. Yeah. I... I don't even know. I don't know why... They credit it, They credit Timo Meyer with an assist, and I get that that's the scoring people and not the official, mm-hmm. but to me, that's insanity. And I've seen defenses go, well, that's not acknowledging a hand pass, it's just saying it touched him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so you, with your eyeballs, looked at him, and you saw the puck hit him, and it's like, yes, we did. So if you saw the puck hit him, you saw the hand pass. Mm-hmm. Now, I get that scoring people, but it's like... So it happened. A few people were like, well, you don't know. It just hit him. I'd be like, but if you saw it hit him, then you saw the hand pass. Yeah. I don't blame Timo Meyer. In a split second, you're not going to go, oh, wait, a hand passes are illegal and put your fucking hand down. You're going to fucking whack at it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. And if you're the Sharks, you're not going to stop skating. You're going to fucking play till the whistle. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. He said he was trying to knock it down to a stick, which was not around anywhere. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Cool. But like, Illegal. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what else? Oh, my God. Oh, the Eric Carlson quote oh. makes me want to rip that dude's tongue out. So just any respect I have for him, just oh. gone in a moment. I love that. What did he say? We're not playing handball, we're playing hockey? But yeah. yeah, you dumb fuck. That was, it was like. That's I, what we're saying to you. I, that was like such a shit-eating quote. Because it was like, yes, so he knows it's a if hand you pass. were playing handball, we wouldn't be having this discussion. You fuck. It's like, what are you, what, what? And like so many of the other, like Pete DeBoer is such a shitty human being. He's such a whiny little bitch. I hate him so much. And after this game, he was fucking complaining. He was complaining about people calling this team lucky. So let's go there now. <laughs> this is the third massively consequential call that has gone in the Sharks' favor. At least two of which, and arguably all three of which, directly decided the mm. game they were in. And I am so like. To me, I'm so, in a way, I'm so glad the Vegas thing happened because I was saying this when it wasn't the Blues. Like, we can and we should talk all day about the icings and the missed empty nets. Mm -hmm. But it's a different category of thing. 
Like, yes, the Blues didn't ice this game away, and yes, they let it get to overtime, and yes, they didn't score before this. All of those things are true. But when you're talking about a rule being blatantly and undeniably broken, and an illegal and an illegal goal being unquestionably scored, that's just a whole different level of thing mm-hmm. in terms of the justice of it all. You know, and they were having that debate on the Steve Dangle podcast this week about the Vegas thing, where Jesse, the producer, was like, yeah, uh, they also lost games five and six in the Vegas series. Yeah. And Steve was like, doesn't matter. You're in game seven now. That does not apply at all. Yeah. And Jesse was like, but it does a little. And it's like, no, because they were winning game seven by three goals with 10 minutes left, and the Sharks had no life whatsoever. Mm. And then this blatantly wrong call happens, and the Sharks are back in it. And there are Sharks fans, and Pete DeFore himself, who are bristling at the term unlucky? Are you kidding me? Like, okay, I had a conversation with a very nice, respectable Sharks fan last (laughs) night when I tweeted about this, and he was like, I'm hearing the word, uh... Undeserving, I think, is what he said. Yeah. And that's not fair. They're playing hard. They did... I mean, they got it to Game 7 in that series. They got it to Game 7 in the last series. They're capitalizing on the opportunities they're given, whether or not they're justified. So that's good. They can't... You can't... Very good team. Like, nobody... At the start of the season, nobody would have been shocked to hear that the Sharks were in the Western Conference final. So, all of that, fine. But if you're going to bristle at Lucky, come on. Also, Lucky is like how any team got here, really. And I've seen so many. Yeah, we were lucky that uh, they didn't blow the whistle against Bishop. Mm -hmm. That could have determined that game. That could have been a totally different game. We could have lost games. We're lucky that Shen broke his stick and Bozak had to skate out there and he's a righty shot and he was able to get it to Schwartz to score in game five against the Jets or whatever. absolutely. It's perfect. But like... To the I've seen so many stars fan, sharks fans trying to say, well, we've gotten wrong calls against us too, and it's like fuck all oh, the I lo- way off. I love that, that they did. It would be like missed shit. Like there was there was like a slash well, on whoever, and they missed it. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? In fuck this you. very game, there was the Perron puck over the boards that the rest just missed. Which also, again, how do you miss that? But fine, it went over, and then Perron scored two goals. I don't think within the period penalty time but like fine missed call but if you're going if you're out here trying to say those are anyway comparable just buzz off i just don't understand it i know i'm like the hand pass literally two seconds later was a game-winning goal the shot over the boards a miss could have not been a goal could have just been a great pk and then nothing you don't know. Goal. The fucking hand pass was the, the secondary assist for the fucking goal. Oh my god, that's the worst part of it too. Like that's so fucking stupid. I like, can't believe it. Just for anyone that's out there that's like it went off Bowmeister. First of all, not convinced. Second of all, doesn't matter. Rule but then it wouldn't go off Bowmeister if he didn't hand pass it then, and it wouldn't go to Nyquist. Well, none of that shit. Also, very specifically, the rule says it doesn't matter if it deflects off another player. Okay. Yeah. If, it, if possession isn't established, so <sighs> we can put that to bed. I'm glad we got angry again. Yeah. I'm glad I really we captured a little bit of that. But I was thinking this in the car. 
here or on the way to work? On the way to work when I was just fucking pissed. And I was like, and I just watched, what what game? That was on Wednesday. So Sunday, I just watched like Game of Thrones. Spoilers, you get like two seconds to change the channel to another podcast. But I was like, you know what? When this team eventually wins a cup, whenever it is, like, fuck all other 30 teams. 31 teams, whatever they are at that point, and fuck the NHL, and I hope we fucking Daenerys Targaryen this shit and just burn the whole fucking thing down. I don't know what that means metaphorically, but just fuck them. Fucking people will be bending over backwards like, Alex Dean always deserved the cup. Like, where were you saying that before he won it? Like, fuck you, dudes. Like, yeah. fucking NHL, they'll have Gary Bettman out there like, oh, what a great fan base and, you know, 82 years of existence before they won it. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck all of them. I want us to take the cup. I want us to keep it here. And then before we return, I want us to like snap it in half <laughs> because <laughs> just f- fuck the NHL. I love hockey and I fucking hate the NHL. Well, yeah, let, let's let's dwindle there a little bit because the just readily apparent bias against this team throughout hockey is so baffling to me. I don't get it. Sometimes I get that. I get we're a small small market, quote unquote. Midwestern team, but we're like historically the second oldest in like a batch of teams. We've had a lot of great players here. We're kind of the whatever Cubs of hockey at this point, and people enjoyed them forever fucking long. Like, I don't understand this weird, like, oh, well, who really gives a shit about the Blues? I'm like, I don't know, like, (laughs) history, Blues fans, like, just like a weird, like, like, I don't know. I, I don't get why the shark, the sharks are being talked about. Like, I would have thought we would be talked about. I get Joe Thornton gets talked about more because he's, like, prolifically been a good player. Honestly, but like the Sharks are being talked about, like, I would think the Maple Leafs would be. Yeah, they're like, wow, they've never won. I'm like, yeah, for, like, what, 26 years? Yeah. Like, we haven't won him for 52 years. Like, Joe Thornton, is he that good? Like, he's a very good player. He'll probably be in the Hall of Fame, Oh, he'll be I in guess. the Hall of Fame for sure. But, like, is he, like, like... Apparently, uh, Doug Wilson is always, like, best 100 players in the game because he's, like, pissed Joe Thornton wasn't on that list. And I'm yeah. like, therefore, like, if Andy Malkin wasn't on that list, he's definitely on oh. it before, before Joe, Joe Thornton is. I just hate it because I literally had, saw someone with a, re- a sentence that was like, who who deserves it? And it was like, I think Joe Thornton does. And I was like, of anyone left? Or of, like, of anyone? Or, like, what? Well, and that's why? Like, so that's what I don't get. Because like, he's fucking old? Because he has a beard. I think that's literally, it's like the beard school, and now we love Because, seriously, when they like talk they about... They don't give a shit that Patrick Marlowe is not there. Mm-hmm. If Marlowe is still there, to me, different story. Two guys that have played together for like 15 years have never won a cup. I get it. Brett mm. Burns also hasn't won a cup. Eric Carlson hasn't won a cup. Joe Pavelski hasn't won the cup, but that's the thing. They don't talk about any of those fucking guys. It's, it's just, all about Joe Thornton. But to me, like, people have talked about, like, well, the real thing we should talk about is Bo Meester, you know, is old, and so is Steen. And to me, I'm still on the back burner. Like, I want them to win the cup, and I think, like, the Blues, whatever, deserve to win the cup, I guess. But, like, I'm still not sitting there going, Jay Bo Meester deserves it. No, he they doesn't. None of them do. He deserves <laughs> it if he wins it. Yeah, if you win it, you go, I'm glad he played this long you and he won it. You play to win the game. Yeah, like... You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. I hate the deserves it thing. If you were, like, Wayne Gretzky... 
and you'd never won the cup, part of me would be like, you kind of deserve it because you're just the most amazing player. Well, and and like, even then, I would still be like, well, you need to make a decision to be in a better team or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're a good, great, elite player and you've played a long time doesn't mean you like, well, you know, you've done, you've paid your dues, so now you win it. Like, no, because then lots of people would win it. Lots of people have fucking paid their dues. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. That does not matter. Well, and the thing to me is like... Connor McDavid deserves to win a Stanley Cup. If we're going by that metric alone. Mm -hmm. Because he's phenomenally good and his team is so shit that he can't even get a shot at the playoffs. Yeah. Joe Thornton has been in the playoffs every year for like 20. Like how many times did the Sharks miss since he got Mm. there? Three, four, five, maybe? Yeah. In 20 years? They've been in there like every year. He squandered he and his team have squandered opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, including three years ago when they got there after a not particularly difficult series against the Blues and then still couldn't beat the Penguins. So, like, what's this deserves? He's had his chance. I don't know the Lanny McDonald story mm-hmm. well enough. I just know, like, about the iconic, you know, you, you finally got it, Lanny or whatever. But, like... If he was in the cup final year after year, he doesn't deserve shit. You know, like you win it, you earn it, you Mm. win it. That's the whole point of the Stanley Cup. And then like deserves it from like a city perspective, like San Jose thinks he deserves it or yada yada. Yeah, I gotcha. Like you're behind him. God, you'd love to win. You know, if Bacchus was still here, people like, oh, Bacchus deserves it. He's been here. But like on a national level, it seems like just asinine to me. Like he deserves it. On NBC, I'm like, are you serious, dude? And it's just like the. The fact that they can just ignore the dirty play. Because the thing is, like, if it was just the Perron incident, fine. Mm. But, like, you bring up the Perron incident on, like, Reddit Hockey, there'll be, like, Ducks fans and Oilers fans and Avs fans and a lot of people who are out west that see Thornton a lot more that are like, oh, yeah, that dude is dirty and always has been. These people don't give a shit either, these East Coast, like, media or whatever, about Joe Thornton until, like, postseason at all. They don't talk about that dude ever. The only reason they're doing it is because they don't have a more convenient storyline. Yeah. And, like... Can you imagine him against, like, the Blackhawks of old Mm -hmm. or... I tell you what, Joe Thornton's thing's going to fall apart when they play Boston. Oh. If in the finals. And that's the thing. So many people are like, will Joe Thornton going back to win it in Boston would be so great? And I'm like, who the fuck cares? I was like <laughs> six when he got traded. I know. I'm like, who the fuck cares? I'm like, hasn't that been like the majority of his time has been away from Boston? Yeah. Like, so if, like, if he's still holding a grudge, that's on him. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Um... And, like, the one that really friggin' just steamed me was when Down Goes Brown on the Puck Soup podcast was talking about that same sort of unlucky trend and all the Sharks fans complaining, and he's like, and I get it. If any team and any fan base deserves a little bit of good luck to break their way, probably the San Jose Sharks. And I, like, screamed out loud in my car, they're playing the fucking Blues! (laughs) Like, how could you possibly think? that and that's the thing it's like they're just ignored entirely yeah (laughs) they had had that poster i know Uh, you didn't see this but they had a poster and it was like the jaws poster but instead of the shark oh i saw that yeah so yeah and it's like just propaganda 
because he's not even good. And they don't have anything similar for Bennington, who is good. Who's better, yeah. Bennington, by contrast, is the reason his team is here, at least from the regular season perspective, if not also the postseason perspective. Jones is the reason that they weren't here much more easily. (laughs) And they're treating him like he's a god. I just, uh, I don't get any of it. And it's so frustrating. I don't expect equal treatment for the Blues. But, like, at least the Cardinals, people are like, they're so historic and their fan base is so big. Like, we can't just write them off yeah. and ignore them. Like, with the Blues, it's just <laughs> fucking all the time. And it's just like, all right, whatever. Like, uh, My one, the whiniest thing I can think of, and I always, I don't think I'll feel this way when we, if, when and if we win the Cup. Mm. But, like, I always have this weird feeling, like, we'll win the Cup, and somehow, like, coverage will just be, like, less. It just won't really be a oh, thing. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, they won. Here's Petrangelo left in the Cup, and we got to go to commercial, folks. And I'll just be like, what the fuck is going Like, I don't think that would happen, but part of me wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Oh, They'd be like, sure. they won. And they wouldn't even do a big, like, after 50-whatever years, they'd just be like, yeah, they did it. And then it would be like... Next season, who's who's hot next season? Toronto's making some moves in the summer, and you're like, but we what just happened? We just and won the cup. What I don't get about it is St. Louis is one of NBC Sports' best now. Yeah, we have like market. crazy high TV ratings. Per capita at least. And we're also the team that is like high on Gary Bettman's list because we're doing all the arena improvements and shit. So I don't get we're why slobbing like, NHL knob. Yeah, I don't get why we're just, just in the middle of this like black hole where it's just like, well, we don't talk about the Blues so much, and it's just uh. like you can't you can't tell the story of this team. They and I realize they've said, well, they were last on January third a lot, but they haven't really discussed right. it much. They've they've said that a lot and only that. Yeah. They'll be like, man, last on third on January third, and now they're here, and I'm like, they're not like that's Mike, the one line. They're not like Mike Yo fired. They're not like eleven game winning streak, Gloria run around Sue. Um, Robert Thomas out of nowhere, Jordan Bennington out of nowhere. It's just like, well, they did that one thing, and isn't that weird? <laughs> it's like, okay, guys, whatever. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm glad we got there. I'm glad we got there. I am, too. I'm glad we got the rage. Should we talk about the next game, which is also rage-inducing? Hey, do me a favor. Look up the Sharks goal, because I forgot to take notes on it in this game. But um, I got you. The Blues, so the narrative after game three, after the hand pass, the Patrick Sharp narrative was always, well, this could actually be a, a good thing for the Blues, <laughs> which is a convenient way to cover your own asses, by the way. I can't believe, but, like, like, let's say whatever. That's too dark. I thought of something to compare it to. It's too dark. <laughs> like, that's like losing a family member. Like, this will bring the family closer together. And like, oh, well, thank goodness we've lost them. <laughs> Jesus. But... Patrick Sharp's thing was like, well, the Blues now will be furious and they'll be firing and yada, yada, yada. And they were for about four <laughs> minutes. But it was enough to get an opening goal. Ivan Barbashev, 30, 35 seconds in, the Blues had a flaming hot start to this period. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, Barbashev scored after friggin' Alex Steen, uh, who's on fire lately, had a big hit on Burns behind the net. Burns lost the puck, and Barbashev took a short side shot that beat Jones because Jones, as we've discussed, real yeah, bad. Not, real bad. Just not a good goalie. Uh, real bad. And then Jones made the next shot, next save, which was just sinner mass. He just stood there and absorbed a puck that was shot at him. And Pierre Maguire, honest to God, said that was the biggest save of the game. That that was like the difference maker. When his save percentage was 550, like 500. They always really like to call their shots where they're like, oh, this could be the biggest save. But they'll say it like five say that times. Three minutes into the game. I know. What a routine like, save. Like, whatever, man. Like it was a good chance, but it wasn't a good shot. And he was just, you know how I know it wasn't a good shot? Because he saved it and he's not a good goalie. <laughs> Do you want to explain the poster I was laughing at? Awkwardly uh, in the middle of that, or yeah, it just said it was just a post game of thrones. It said post game of thrones on NHL.com's website. And shit. It had like two NHL people mm-hmm. and then way more Game of Thrones people. And I was like, NHL, this is not the time. Actually, this is perfect that you're comparing yourself to Game of Thrones now. You're both hitting the dumps. Yeah, here. it's the end, and you're both awful now, <laughs> but like. It was just, it was, it was poorly timed. It was poorly written. If we end fast enough, we can have you rant about Game of Thrones a little bit. Got it. Honest to God, it's <laughs> almost as bad as the hand pass. It really is. It's just. Teaser. <laughs> Another teaser. Uh, Tarasenko missed a wide open shot. I am wide. That'll be a yike for me. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> uh, better opportunities there have been, but not many. What? Not so great. Uh, Thornton got a one-on-one, and Bennington had his patented casual glove save. Just one of those, nope, you know, I'll be taking this. Uh, There was a build-up of play with the puck in front of Jones, whereupon he very queerly shook off his goalie mask on purpose, which is like good gamesmanship. Good for him. Also, why is that not a minor penalty? And I get that it's not in the rule book. I'm not calling, I'm not like the sharks calling for them to enforce something that's illegal. Um, but, but like in, in the, in the meta, in the meta of the NHL, the meta why is that not a minor penalty? When you can clearly see him just sort of be like, eh, and shake it off. I mean, he didn't, like, lift it off and chuck it down ice, but his head was down, and there was play developing in front of him, and he was just sort of like, and shook off his helmet. (laughs) It wasn't, like, nothing dislodged it, to my knowledge. I don't understand why they're allowed to do that. But... On the other hand, Ben Bishop, maybe take some notes. Maybe yeah, just uh, maybe, take that mask off maybe, next time. <laughs> just just think your pulse. Um, Thomas got a great opportunity and decided to drop pass because he's Robert Thomas and you gotta stop. You're pushing me around and I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, no, he really, like, I, we, we love Robert Thomas. I, I, our audience may be surprised to learn this. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about Lots it. Lots of posters. But the kid's gotta learn to shoot! 
What's wrong with them? He took a shot in one of those periods that looked pretty yes. nice. Yes, he did. And Jones saved it. And there was another play where he was also in on a break and pulled up again. So oh. that's two for three. One Not step great. forward, two steps back. Evander Kane had a blatant knee-on-knee hit on Petrangelo that could have ended Petrangelo's season and should have been a major penalty. Wasn't even a minor penalty. <laughs> great. But, it's, I mean, really, the Sharks haven't gotten the benefit of the doubt very often in these playoffs, so yeah. understand Tip you missed the call on that. Timo Meyer hooked Ryan O'Reilly, which sent the Blues to the power play, and Tyler Bozak scored his fourth goal of the postseason, assisted by Pat Maroon and Vladimir Tarasenko. Pat, Vladimir Tarasenko's third assist, the man is still in single-digit points for the postseason. Mm. Yeah, like, mm. I think we talked about this, and I'm not saying trade Tarasenko. I'm not. But, like, there are so many players on this team, even as deep as they've gone, where mm. I'm just like, I would feel nothing if they left. And I, also not really true of Tarasenko, but, like, I've, I'm thinking about Shin now, and I'm like, I know a lot of people would be pissed off because mm. he's, like, our fire starter and he fights and stuff like that. Great. Get rid of him. <laughs> One year left on his deal. I think they're trading him this summer. For sure. Seriously, you got For sure. Like, he hasn't done shit these playoffs at all. You kind of have to because, like, you got to get something for him. And if this is the not, prime like, time to do it. Like, if you're not going to pay him. Yeah, do it now. Here's the thing. People probably, like, NFL, NHL GMs are smart. I get that. But, like, people eh. aren't going to look at, like, his postseason and be, like, dreadful postseason. They'll be like, that team got to the third round. And they'll be like, oh, but he had a ton of hits and, like, mm-hmm. made assists and Oh, and you can hide play. any sort of bad play by, like, the in the season because the team was bad. Yeah. The whole team was bad for the first right. half. So this I, is it's prime time. I think you prime trade time. him. Maybe you pick up a first. Maybe you get, like, a – maybe you package with Edmondson and just make a fat defensive Boom. acquisition or something. Or that's how we're getting the first back, a Braden Shen trade and other things. Braden but. Shin and Joel Edmondson for Leandra. I said, I'll never deal. Done. <laughs> Game over. There's some, there's some cap relief for you, boys. <laughs> uh, you can't pay either one, but there you go. Um, yeah, but in any case, uh, Tarasenko got the secondary assist <laughs> on this goal. The Blues won the faceoff. Tarasenko took a shot from the point. The puck got into a number of weird bounces. They say it went off Maroon and ultimately Bozak, but it may have been Tarasenko's goal. Do you have the page up now? Yeah. Is it still credited to Bozak? Yeah. There you go. Uh, it was off Vlasic's skate, and then Jones knocked it away right into Braun's skate, which knocked it right back under his 5 hole. So a couple Very other assists. But uh, that was one of those where it's like not really Jones's fault, but also not a good look. Were the Blues lucky on this, or were they, oh, you know? Oh, God, Who yes. knows? Yeah. If we well, were Pete DeBoer's... Well, goal, so of course. If it was Pete DeBoer's team, we would not be lucky. That uh, would have all been hard work. <sighs> No, you're right. You're very correct. And I hate Pete DeBoer. Um, The second period started with extended zone time from the Sharks, which is how the second first period ended and how the rest of the game would would play out. That's it. Uh, The puck... Sorry, it got off just long. What am I saying here? Meyer had a chance at a wide open net. Gunnarsson looked great on back-to-back plays because here he held him off just long enough to steer it barely wide of the wide open net. And then there was an icing and on the face-off with the whole team on the ice just exhausted. We won the face-off and Gunnarsson basically steered it 
to Bennington so that he could cover it, mm-hmm. so that they could get a change instead of taking any chances. I just thought they were both kind of veteran, brilliant moves. Really good job by Carl. I'm going to be sad to see him go. But <laughs> Sorry, Carl. Gone. You can't pay that, dude. He can't stay healthy for like two minutes. Uh, boom, boom, Carl Gunnarsson. Blay. <laughs> so they say when they trade them. Yeah. Exactly. Boom, boom, <laughs> Carl Gunnarsson is gone. <laughs> New York Islander. Um, oh, yeah. Two, two years, $3 million <laughs> to the New York Islanders. Sounds very sexual. Oh, yeah. Sammy Blay uh, hooked a shark player. It was really a shark player tripping over another shark player. But it was a hooking call in the eyes of the officials. There was a scuffle after a save that Bennington made that resulted in offsetting minors in a far, far on far. Good Lord, Stephen. <laughs> Party four. Uh, the Sharks dominated the four on four. And the it was not a good period overall. Robert Thomas got away on a semi-break, as you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jones made the save, but barely. And I'm surprised he even expected a shot coming off of Thomas's <laughs> stick. You won't shoot. Burns hit the post for the first of two times in this game. Uh, the Sharks maybe uh, had their third long zone time. And the Blues were exhausted. I don't know. Oh, I said with maybe their third, because I wasn't sure if it was. I think it was. And then uh, Bozak made a clutch play to get it out. The Sharks won the puck too cleanly on the faceoff on the icing penalty. And uh, at the very end of the period, the Blues had a couple of decent chances, but made nothing of them. I was terrified. (laughs) The Blues had 25% Corsi 4 in the second period. Not good. In fact, very bad. I was going to guess 22. I meant to make a note of it in the note and say, I bet the Sharks had 78% Corsi in this period. So I'm, I'm proud of myself. Mm. Um, I get they would have the better Corsi for because they're down 2-0. Right. But also that much? Oh, we're going to discuss. But let's go ahead and finish out the game. So the mm-hmm. third period... Third period, same as the second period, pretty much. <laughs> Went Copy pasta. Watch and repeat, uh, except that somebody scored. You mm-hmm. had that? Yes, Thomas Hurdle scored on the power play, it looks like. Yeah, I think that's um, right. Brett Burns shot it from the top of the left circle there, and then it goes right through Bennington. is just trickling through, and then Pavelski and Hurdle both dive for it behind him, and Hurdle gets a stick the on it. situation. Yeah. Yep. So that happened when... When was that? Uh, about halfway see. through the period, I would think. Boop-a-doo. Rewind. Burp, we burp, are burp, at burp. yep about thirteen okay. minutes left. Um, the Sharks dominated the whole period, and that's why I didn't have many notes because I was just clenching my butthole the whole <laughs> time. But um, not good. And then the the same end of game fiascos manifested themselves, which. For the most part, Baruby's been really good about only l- allowing mistakes once, or at least mm-hmm. once consecutively. You know, like <laughs> like maybe they rear their heads again, but you're not going to do it like two games in a row. They gotta cut that shit out. It was like three or four more icings, another mm. missed empty net by Gunnarsson. It's just like, you gotta ice away a game? Why can't you ice away a game? How hard is it to like get one guy up the ice? Ever! In yeah. 15 minutes! It's, I don't. It's like they're not trying. That's the problem. Mm. And I think the biggest problem, really, with this team all playoffs, and we talked about it way back in the Jets series when we were talking about 
the uh, defensemen playing way too far back mm. in their own zone, in the offensive zone. They're just like, they're 70% don't allow a goal. Yeah. And 30% score a goal. And in the playoffs, I'd be kind of fine with 60 40. Mm-hmm. But 70 30, a little too much. It's little like too you, much. I don't want them to score a goal, but them scoring a goal won't matter if you fucking get an empty net for it. Well, us. that's the thing. It's like, in the in-game situation, when you're up by one, I realize that like a goal against is catastrophic, mm. but a, an empty net is equally catastrophic for them. Yeah, and that I don't think we look at it that way. I think we look at like a goal against is like two goals, mm. and a goal for is just a goal. Yeah, we're already leading, so like yeah. we just need to keep them from scoring. It's like yeah, but if you score, it's then you don't have so. to care anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so they really have to improve that. They held on. They did not deserve this win at all. Uh, and I'm really like, so what was the Corsi for the last period? Do you have um, when I looked at it earlier, we had 27%. Ooh, so yeah, <laughs> just baby steps. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was my whole problem with the sharp theory that we talked about before. Mm. Where I was like, oh, well, the blues are going to. They're going to gather the momentum and they're just going to roll now. It's like, and a lot of Blues fans said, oh, they're just going to steamroll this team three games now. And I'm like, are you fucking high? (laughs) This team does not maintain momentum. They get momentum at -hmm. times. And at the start of this period, they looked unstoppable. They look like the best team in the league. And when they're on their game, they are the best team remaining in these playoffs. I, I genuinely believe that. I think if you're playing your best the whole time, Bruins don't have a chance against you if you got that far. You know, I'm just saying yeah, yeah. the teams remaining. But, like, you're not. They can't. They, they just stop. What are you just stopping for? It's the Western Conference Final. You got screwed out of the game. And, not, like, I realize there's going to be pushback. Mm-hmm. And if you lose the Corsi battle 60-40 the rest of the game, fine. I get that. But you basically didn't have offensive opportunities after the first period. I'm going to look up how many high danger chances we have. Yeah. Unless you have it right in front of you. Cause I bet it was like three to 10 or something. Yeah, it was, I mean, looking at even the shot chart alone shows like them going from everywhere. And us, if I limit it to the third period, it's just like non-existent uh-huh. and it's from far out too. And it's just, I just, I don't know how you don't have like a counter push to their push really at all. And I, they're a very good team. The Sharks are a good team, but you, at home, you would think you'd have that. You'd think you'd have some fire in your belly to be able to make it score more than two goals. That was also kind of my problem. Bennington played a really good game. The one goal he let in, you know, squeaker stinks, but like he played a really good game. But like how you only let in one goal, but how do you only score two? You're going to have to have way more than that. In the game uh, tomorrow on Sunday in San Jose. Oh God, yeah. This That's... this team. <laughs> we said this and against Dallas, we said they need to win Game Five. They did not win Game Five. They won Game Six and Seven. Is that right? Am I thinking mm-hmm. that? Okay, good. It was years ago. <laughs> um, Feels like it doesn't. It? And so, even though that literally just happened. I'm going to say they got to win game five. You have to. Oh, God, yeah. 
against San Jose, and I really don't think there's like a ref conspiracy, but because they're just bad, you're going to have to beat them too, mm-hmm. just because they are not good refs. You're going to beat them. You're going to beat the Sharks. I don't see us going down another game and then winning two in a row. So you got to win tomorrow. And if you're going to win tomorrow, you got to play better than you did today. I'm glad you got the W. It's the old, you know, win's a win. They all count the same, but you got to be better. We had three high danger chances to the Sharks six after the first. Period. I'm surprised. Oh, I'm surprised, I'm surprised we had three. It was that yeah. Close. yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I just, you squeaked away with one. You got away with one. I saw some people say that this like equaled the hand pass. Or so I was like, now we're I on even of, ground. I kind I feel what they're saying though, because like they won yeah. a game they didn't deserve, and we won one we didn't deserve. But we won ours legally. Yeah, that's right. That's the difference. But I like, mean, but I get it. I understand. I've seen so many people saying like the Blues weren't at their best, and they won a game, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you don't have any evidence that they're going to be at their best going forward. I do like the argument and, they go, the Sharks haven't seen the Blues best. Or I've heard that against Dallas and Winnipeg. And maybe I'm thinking about it too much, but how how would we know how would we know what the best is? I like play a game against any other team like game six against the Jets. Mm-hmm. I'm turned up for the rest of this series. And like or the rest of this postseason. Mm-hmm. But they don't so I was texting you last night. I was really, like, upset after this game. Not, like, in the same way, obviously, as Game 3. But mm. I was just, like, watching this team, and I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? When are you going to stop playing around? Mm. It's the Western Conference Final, and it's Game 4, and if you lose it, the series is over. Mm. I mean, it's not, but it is. Yeah, they weren't going to win three in a row. And so, uh, two in San Jose, especially. Yeah. And... They just how it's how is it the same problem now that it was when we were captained by David Backus like ten years ago? That's what bothers me. I think most about the Alex Petrangelo hate mm-hmm. It's like we have the same damn problems we always have, and it's you just don't show up, mm. or when you do show up, it's only for bursts. Like you said, if it was like forty sixty Corsi four for the Sharks. I get it because they're pushing, but like when it's 25, not a single player had a Corsi 4 over 50% for the Blues. The closest, like the most positive for us was Alex Petrangelo at like 40% Corsi 4. That's abysmal. That's your best Corsi 4. That's abysmal. That's so bad. That's the thing. It's like the Sharks weren't playing all that well that's what i mean they had six high danger chances in two periods where they had 75 plus Mm. percent of the corsi like that's not that great you're at 40 percent if you're at 40 percent corsi four that's the sharks pushing if you're at 25 percent that 15 percent is you guys not executing well that's that delta as you just not playing well Period. I don't know what a delta is. Yeah. But it sounds very smart. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're exactly right. That, like, that's the perfect. That's on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's like the perfect description. If I could make people understand any <laughs> statistical thing, it'd be what you just said. Because <laughs> it's like this team. Because there will be people who are like, well, the Sharks just are a really good team. They played really hard. And it's like, yeah, they did. And mm. they are. But. That doesn't excuse this shit. I'm like, yeah, not that fucking You good. didn't maintain possession. You didn't 
force a penalty. You didn't get take good shots for two whole periods. And you squeaked out because Jordan Bennington's real good and maybe the hockey gods were on your side. Mm-hmm. But you can't you go into San Jose and play like that, you're gonna lose by seven. Mm-hmm. And you cannot and I know and I see these people who are like, well they'll just play better next time and I'm like, with what evidence? <laughs> why does it have to be one on one off? I know. That's 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 the worst part is like why can't we ever Because the Sharks Why can't we string together any a few, of the teams at least we've good played, games? Other than the Sharks who we shut down in game seven. Jets or no stars. Stars, sorry. sorry. And the Jets, who we shut down in Game Six, mm-hmm. other than the you know late goals, but like we have never. All these teams just keep showing up. They're just always there. Their bad games aren't like disappearance acts. Mm-hmm. They're just sloppier games. Our bad games are still. We just disappear. We did it in Game One. Mm-hmm. And we did it again in game four. You do that again this series, you lose the series. Yeah, you can't have three not, games that I'm you just don't really show up for. We can't win in seven, mm-hmm. but we need to win in six. Why would you give the Sharks and the referees another shot at a game seven? I'm sorry, like, again, I'm not the conspiracy guy, but at some point, you just have to expect it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, if we were to go to Game 7 against the Sharks in San Jose... Something's going to screw us. I give, I've already given up. Yeah. I mean, we've given up multiple times, but I've really given up this time. And, like, again, like, if you get to Game 7 of the Western Conference Final, I can't sit here and be like, your season was a failure. Yeah. But if you screw up these last three games, damn it, because, <laughs> because you just refuse to show up, then I'm going to consider your season a failure. <laughs> And that's the thing about Shin. It's like, Shin, it's time to wake up, buddy. You got to score. I know you're playing hard. You're doing a lot of good things. You got to score goals. Yeah. Tarasenko, you got to score goals. When it comes down to this part, I mean, when it comes to the postseason period, when you're getting down to the fucking nitty gritty of Uh it to win the thing, fucking show up. And who's like, fucking, they're not, the Sharks aren't leaning on Kevin LeBanc and fucking Michael Sorensen for goals. Like, if they get one, that's a bonus. The mm. goals from Jason Spezza in the last series, bonus. Mm. But like, you got an Ivan Barbashev goal. Couture has like fourteen yeah. goals. Joe Pavelski has several. Joe Thornton isn't even a goal scorer and has three. Um, you know they're getting them from Burns. They're getting points. They're, That's all it. And there you go. Timo Meyer's real good. Go do it. Go um, be that way. T- Robert Thomas, even. You got to shoot, brother. Mm. You got to shoot. And I if you're getting I can't the... believe I just said brother. But <laughs> Come like, on, brother. <laughs> you have to shoot. The fucking fuck. And if you're and getting it's a the, wide open shot. If you're getting the defense argument of like, well, they're drawing, you know, Tarasenko and all them drown the toughest, toughest D crowd. You don't think we're sending out our best demon against Logan Couture? You don't, th- you know, you think we're just sending out Dunn and Bortuzzo against them? No. That might be who's out there because of the last change or whatever. That's not who we're sending out. And they're scoring. And that's, you know, I'm sure that's who uh, Vegas sent out was their best people against them. I'm sure that's who Colorado did. So, like, they're persevering through that. That's my biggest issue. And people go, well, Tarasenko's getting, you know, tough tough uh, defensive pairings against them. Yeah, okay. My and up- he's gotten that his entire career. Get past it. I'm not expecting you to just ignite these dudes on fire. 
but like at least start producing through them. If you're a superstar, be a superstar. Yeah. If you're a good player, be a good player. Good player. He's not being those things right now. And then it's doubly frustrating because it's like you look at the this, you look at the one goal he did score mm-hmm. in was it game three. He just rockets past the defense and fires an unsavable shot, which is what he can do at his best. That was always a big frustration of mine with TJ Oshie because mm. he just uh, just once or twice a season score the the ridiculous circus goals, mm. and it's like I get that you can't do that every time, but you can't do anything for like ten game stretches. I was like, yeah, it also just dog, and it. you have that ability. It's just like stop it. I would so much rather. You know, Tarasenko be a 30 or like 28 goal scorer who scored, you know, once every four games, mm-hmm. whatever that works out to, instead of a 35, 40 goal scorer who doesn't score for 10 games and then gets a hat trick and yeah. then a goal the next game and then doesn't score for three more. The 15 and, points in 10 games yeah. right, and then the like zero points in fucking 10 games. But like... I, I'm not trying to just beat on the team, but it's kind of like a. If anyone's out there thinking like, "Oh, we've got the series in our hands now," not if we don't show up, we have to be so much better in Game Five tomorrow. Mm. And I'm not counting on it. I'm not expecting it. I'm worried. A day game. It's a day it game. Could be just a dagger. Just a dagger. I hate day games. Um. That's tomorrow at two. I don't... Do we have any other points to make? Um, I mean... Just mumbling myself. Uh, There is... The NHL released the Stanley Cup final schedule. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. You saw that. Yeah. And I believe the first game of the Bruins playing whomever is on May 27th. So it's a Monday. And so game seven of... This series, if it goes that far, of Sharks and Blues, is this Thursday. So at very least, there's a three-game gap to the first game of the Stanley Cup Mm -hmm. Finals. And then I think the first two games just have a day in between, and then the rest of the games have two days in between, which is kind of nice because they give the guys a little bit of rest, you know, get them at their semi-best when they're playing in the final. Of course, they scheduled one on Saturday when I had that wedding because they had to have an extra yeah so you'll hang yourself at the wedding (laughs) if that's the case but um it's just very interesting it was interesting that they scheduled it already but i guess that's good go ahead oh my only i was was going to transition out of this is pretty much being like so the bruins are in the final Mm -hmm. great thanks carolina so thanks for just not showing up yeah uh, I enjoyed that immensely. We all, as fans of the storm surge and everything, real bunch of jerks moved. Yeah, just <laughs> nothing. So yeah, so the Islanders swept the Penguins, the Hurricanes swept the Islanders, and now the Bruins sweep the Hurricanes. Everyone's joke is that, yes, the Blues or the Sharks would sweep the Bruins. I laugh at both of those scenarios. Hilarious. That's very funny. Um, not going to be the case. Bruins have looked really good. Bruins had their hardest series against Toronto, probably. I mean, they brought them to a game seven. Like, and now it's just been, it's gotten easier and easier for them. I mean, I'm sure it's been hard and it's hard fought battles and yada yada, but it's gotten easier and easier for them. I genuinely believe 
Western Conference team wins the Stanley Cup. Really? I don't think the Bruins have a prayer. I think that West. I think that Eastern Conference final was way too easy. Mm-hmm. I think they get two weeks off, and I know the logic is that's great. They get to be rested and healthy. Mm. I don't think it works out that way. I don't think it ever does. In I was the like, you're guaranteed to lose game one, almost for I sure. I feel like you're guaranteed to, and then like, because look at look at how this series unfolded. We were played until the final buzzer. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's not a great example, but the Sharks also played after us. Mm-hmm. And then, like, dominated game one. And I just, I really like it. Tuka Rask has been phenomenal. He'd be the only person I'd be worried but about. But he's also the main reason they're here. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. We're, we're here. <laughs> Everyone's here. It was just weird to look at the the NHL on Twitter with their schedule for the Stanley Cup final mm-hmm. and see, like, Blue Sharks on one side and then Bruins on the other side. And I was just staring at it and I was like, so this is it. Yeah. Like, if you beat the Sharks, you're just in the final. Yeah. Like, and you're just there. Where were we after four in the first series? It was three. No, it was 2-2 two, two again. It was 2-2. Two, two, and then we lost five and six, but as you do. Tradition. Don't want to break tradition. How did that series go? We lost. We won game one. Then they won two. Then we won the next one. Yeah. Won, okay. Man. One more win and we're farther than we've ever been yeah. as a franchise. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Eric Carlson. Don't yeah. want to forget about him. Oh, that's him. right. Hurt. Clearly didn't play but for like 30 seconds in the last 10 minutes of last night's game. Uh, when asked if there was an injury concern about Carlson DeBoer in his post-game press conference said, I don't have anything for you there, which definitely means there's an injury concern about Eric Carlson. Mm-hmm. That's a game changer if he's hurt. Even if he plays hurt, mm-hmm. I think it's a game changer because he's not that good a defenseman to begin with, and it's a groin injury if it's anything. So that could be big. Target that groin. <laughs> you know, you, know, you can legally target the groin. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I would make predictions about tomorrow, but I have no clue. I have genuinely no clue. They could get reefed. It could be close. The Blues could show up and play like a great road game, and it could be like 4-1 Blues. I mean, it could be anything, honestly. I just want one blowout pro Blues. In oh, I was, like, I was like, oh, you might get I one. that one Stars game where it's game seven from the last time. Yeah. Where it's it like was six like, one. Yeah, it was like, like, huh. Weird. <laughs> Very bizarre. Watch us do that in game five and then still lose the series. <laughs> God damn it. Um we're gonna be back tomorrow, so we can talk about all that. I mm-hmm. think we're watching it together at least. Yeah. We didn't discuss recording. Uh but yeah, you have anything else to say? I just You wanna yell about Game of Thrones? At oh all? maybe. I was just gonna say <laughs> we've gotten so far and I'm just so tired. I'm, of, I'm, I'm so happy for hockey and the Blues being here, but I'm also, like, just so tired, like, mentally exhausted. I'm not tired, like, of it, like, go away, but I'm tired, like, oh, my God. It's like a marathon. I can't imagine I'm, what like, these... I'm, scared on games. Yeah. I'm, like, frightened. And oh, Thursday, it's a great mix I was of... useless yeah. as a human being. Like, I worked... I was so angry. And I work from home, which is hard when you are otherwise distracted. It's hard anywhere. I'm not mm. trying to say I'm better, but, like... 
I just wanted to do anything. I didn't want to do anything. I just, I wanted to go into like the darkness. I kept checking Twitter and just seeing more and more things that made me angry. And I was like, why am I on here now? People defending a hand pass, people doing weird shit with hand pass. I'm like, I don't want to look at this anymore. But I, that's what I kept going back to. And it just made me angrier and angrier. And so I think that took like five years off my fucking life. And I just, it's, I can't imagine what these players go through as players to play this long. Mm. Cause as a fan, it just feels excruciating. And you're right on game days. I'm just like, fucking kill me. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want this to be it. And I don't want to see us lose. And I just don't, I, I don't know like, what I want anymore I, other I, than just the cup, just win the cup. I, if you've gotten this far, just do it. <laughs> That's a whole, I'm, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but if they make it to the final and we talk before game one, I've already had it in my head. I'm just going to scream over and over again. Like, you just have to win it now. Like, you just have if to. If they make the cup final and lose, I'll be... The season is the biggest failure. <laughs> as, <laughs> as the biggest victory and also the biggest failure at the same time. It's not really... I wouldn't be, like, championing that take, but, like... If you make it that far, you've made it this far. You've made it. You've tied it for as far as you've ever made it. Might as well just say it now. Just fucking, just do it. Just do it. Just go and win the whole thing because you've never done it, and this is as far as you've ever gotten. Just fucking do it. Just go. Do. Just please do it. Here's what's and I said this earlier, but like I really don't think we're just gonna get outclassed by either of these teams. Mm-hmm. Well, we've seen the Sharks play not great, and we've seen us dominate them for periods, so it's like, you it's possible. Do that more. They played their best game for two periods last night. We still won. You know? Mm. They dominated us for two periods, That's what I we mean. still won. That's the so positive. you can play an energetic, upbeat game for a full 60 minutes, which I don't think we've done anywhere in these entire playoffs except game seven and six. Mm. For the last two series, arguably. You can win this, but just go do it. Just <laughs> like, please. do it. Please do it. <laughs> I don't want this to be for nothing. Oh, oh. Jordan Bennington. Joven is here to save us. <laughs> oh. Literally, it's reached insanity oh, levels. Oh, no. We just got... there's, It's going to get deeper, possibly. We go further. Oh, I think God. the insanity is just going to be. I think this podcast is going to be unlistenable. <laughs> it's like going to be screeches. If we lose tomorrow, we'll just both be like, okay, so the series is done. Yeah, we like we did against done. the stars. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. But if we win tomorrow, I'm going to almost feel worse. Mm. That's how broken my brain is. It will have gotten further, and nothing, it just doesn't make it sense. It won't feel like anything. Um,. Yeah, so we did decide that uh, when Pete, what's his name, calls Jason Siegel, Paul Rudd character calls Jason Siegel's character Joven in uh, I Love You Man, and that's mm-hmm. what we're calling Jordan Benning. <laughs> yeah, Joven. You got it, Joven. Other points? Any other points? No. Okay. Game of Thrones is awful. You all know that. If you don't know that, you're wrong. I'm sorry. You're just wrong. <laughs> that's true. And here I'll give I'll give you a hotter take. Game of Thrones has been bad for the last three seasons. Oh shit! Everyone's like it just got really bad. It, it did just get really bad, but it's been one or two steps above that in the still badness categories. <laughs> like the last two seasons, so it's not. 
I'm shocked, but I'm also not shocked. You know, you know, Blues shouldn't lose tomorrow. They if they do, I'll be shocked, but I won't be shocked. So same thing. Just yes. as bad as the hand pass. Oh. Daenerys Targaryen lighting a whole city on fire. Just as bad as the hand pass. You go. That doesn't make any sense. They should perhaps review this play. <laughs> and uh, they said this play is non-reviewable. And the next episode is happening. Amelia Clark says to the writers, don't you want to review that? And they say this script is not non-reviewable. And just walked out of the room. Oh, boy. Jeez. Game four. We're 2-2 in this series. Yeah. Let's get pumped. We're 2-2. We can just win tomorrow, win the next game. We're in the Stanley Easy. Cup final. That doesn't sound right. No, <laughs> sure doesn't. I mean, but it's true. Good ways and bad ways. Um, we're gonna be back tomorrow discussing whatever happens. So mm-hmm. I guess until then, we can just say, "Sayonara, Sammy." Yeah, have a good Saturday. Mm-hmm.